Hey, thanks for listening to the Daily Walk podcast. Just want to remind you that if you have any questions, any thoughts, any comments, or any prayer requests, you can go online to the Boulder Church website, which is at boulder.church. Send them along. We'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, look after each other and live love. Good morning. It is Sunday, July 14. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. And it is absolutely not only Sunday, but a brand new series. And we're going to be on the series Jesus Manifesto for, I don't know, for 9,000 weeks. I'm pretty sure it's going to take us all the way through until the next one. It's, it's nine pre- weeks, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. nine weeks. So yeah, n- yeah. Nine or 9,000. Pretty close. When Japheth says a number, you can just cut off like the thousand and then you'll yeah. have the actual number. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> So it's really it's really exciting. We're going to go through the whole book of Colossians, uh, and Colossians just takes ten minutes to read, but uh, as a whole, but um, we're we're going to break it down. We're week going to flog it like a dead horse or, for nine weeks, or we're going to enjoy <laughs> something amazing inside it because it is really really good. I'm sure it is. <laughs> All right, let me pray for today and pray for the brand new week. Heavenly Father, I just want to ask for a blessing on today. I want to ask for a blessing on this passage as we read it, and for this new series as well as we begin this. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, just a recap of what this podcast is all about. Our church, Boulder Church, is part of what is called the Global Resource Collective, which is a collection of churches that all follow the same preaching plan. So they'll do a series like Jesus Manifesto, the last for nine weeks. This one happens to be on the book of Colossians, and all the churches are covering the same material at the same time. So different people speak on it. They obviously have their own take on what the text is about, but it's more or less the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then we have um, an email newsletter that goes out called The Daily Walk, and we get a writer who writes a reflection on the passage of each week so that you get to study it leading up to the sermon. And that makes the Sabbath theoretically more meaningful, you know, that you've thought about it all week, and it's not just that you're popping in there out of nowhere and listening to this person talk about something. So then what we do is we read the text to you aloud every day in a different translation, and we discuss a question that the writer has come up with that relates to the passage and maybe to their reflection as well, some issue that they've thought of within it. So without further ado, I'm reading Colossians 1, 1 through 10 in the English Standard Version, the ESV. Subheading, greeting, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God and Timothy, our brother, to the saints and faithful brothers in Christ at Colossae, grace to you and peace from God, our Father. Subheading, thanksgiving and prayer. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love that you have for all the saints, because of the hope laid up for you in heaven. Of this you have heard before in the word of the truth, the gospel which has come to you, as indeed in the whole world it is bearing fruit and increasing, as it also does among you, since the day you heard it and understood the grace of God in truth, just as you learned it from Ephaphras, our beloved fellow servant." He is a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf and has made known to us your love in the Spirit. And so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. All right. So. It just reminded me, yeah, we're back with uh, Paul again. Yes, we are. And I was like, oh, flashback. (laughs) Very, very long sentences. Lots of commas. Yeah. 
It is, it is. And there, there's actually a debate whether Paul even wrote this uh, by some scholars, but uh, majority actually do believe that he wrote this. Well, why does it start out by saying Paul, an apostle of Christ? Like, did somebody uh, add that later? Is that somebody, what you're saying? Somebody argues. Uh, I can't remember uh. what the argument is for, for people to say that it's not Paul. But um, I think it's actually, if I recall, it's something to do with the style feels a little bit different. It is, it it is a phenomenal feels like Paul to me. It is but, a phenomenal letter. Um, but it could be somebody imitating Paul's style, which would be easy to do. Yeah, but there's more. There's more evidence than just the style. The style is yeah. pretty fantastic, and and people believe that he just he's grown as well. But it's it's part of a um, a moment in history and time as well, and and how significant this letter is because this letter, um, even though it only takes like like I said, ten minutes to read the entire, you know, letter of Colossians, it really is considered to be one of the most transformative letters to explain who Jesus is, the sufficiency of Jesus, the supremacy of Jesus in all of our life. And so it's it's pretty fantastic. Well, cool. I want to encourage you to read The Daily Walk. It's at Boulder's Church. It's written Church. by you this time, isn't it? It is, it is. And now, are you uh, writing all nine weeks? I think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this week is called Getting Word to the Saints and the Faithful. Yes, right? yeah. Okay. And so this is just the intro to the letter <laughs> and as he's just beginning the story inside here. And here's the, the recalibrate question for today that we can think about. Are Paul and Jesus talking about the same kind of love can we love like that? And what role has the Holy Spirit played in your faith development? Okay, I'm going to need some answers to questions since you wrote this and you wrote the question. Oh, Where really? is in this passage is Jesus talking about any kind of love where we have a basis to compare Jesus and Paul? Like, what do you mean with the well, comparison if aspect? You, if you look at if you look at uh, verse eight when he talks about it, let me grab let me grab this text right here. When he talks Verse about... Verse 8 for me says, and has been known to us your love in the Spirit. Yeah, and he's talking about, Paul is saying, hey, I can see in you, he's hearing the story, right, uh, about this church. He's never met this church. He knows this church exists about 100 miles away inland. And he's just saying, I've heard this amazing thing about this, and you guys have this incredible love, this love in the Spirit. And, and he starts to talk to them about what this love looks like. And I'm just asking whether whether Paul and Jesus, the way that Jesus talked about love, is it the same? Can we actually love the way that Paul is talking about here, the, the consequences of his love that he's saying, you guys love so well and and well, I don't know, really but he like. doesn't include very many details about what he means by love, so it's hard to say whether I could love like that because I don't know what they're doing that's so loving. If anything, I almost look at this and just think that Paul is maybe just being polite the way you might say, oh, yes, I've heard great things about your church. Oh, yeah. Even yeah. if you've never heard anything well, about it and you don't there's really a know. Lot of, there's a lot of tension, and <laughs> uh, they are a, a really accepting community. Okay. And so they're all inclusive. Uh, everybody's welcome into the kingdom there, and uh, and he's really impressed by this. When he says this is not normal, this is not easy to do, um, and it's not easy just to be so welcoming like this. And he says it's because the Spirit is dwelling inside you. And I think that's why we chose the words to remember this week as he has also told us about the love you have from the Holy Spirit, implying that the love they have is something that's just not natural. It's, it's generated from God. Yeah, I go back and forth on the whole idea of love. I think that people's definitions of it are different and people's yeah. expectations of what a loving community is are different. I think, um, I think sometimes love can just be maybe a neutral thing, just kind of not doing anything negative. That, for a lot of people, that would just be enough that, you know, if I'm in a community and nobody does anything overtly negative, 
to me that that could be yeah, fine. I, 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 think I don't know. I think fine. it's maybe unreasonable to expect everybody to just be falling all over you, showering you with love all the time. I don't think it's realistic, <laughs> and I think yeah, yeah. that that people sometimes set themselves up for a lot of disappointment through yeah. that of thinking they're going to get a lot of attention yeah. paid to them. So yeah. I, no, I don't I know. I think that's true as well. I think I think that's true as well. And I I think that's the part of the complexity of community and also uh, belonging and uh, and wanting to belong and also being welcoming to others as well. I think what's interesting about it for me when I read this passage and I've I read through Colossians many times um, in in preparation for the daily walk, but also because just it's just such a phenomenal letter. Uh, we actually preached through this book once, um, uh, well, just a portion of this uh, passage about three years ago. But um, I think it's interesting how the Holy Spirit is the one who is developing the faith. And so I'm curious as to like how our faith actually does grow by the power of the Holy Spirit and what role the Holy Spirit has in actually growing our faith. And, and for me, I mean, I think it's because we have the Word of God, which is great, but then I believe that the Holy Spirit is inspiring lots of people to live a different way, to walk a different way, and that encounter is, is a way that you see love expressed. I don't always know what um, would cause me to express love. Like, okay, I'll give you an example. Last week, one of my friend's father was in the hospital, and I went out and got him some candy and sent it to him to cheer him up. I don't always do that. I have other friends whose parents are in the hospital. Mm -hmm. I don't always do Mm -hmm. that. And it's not like I don't like them as much or anything. It's just I think sometimes situations align. Like you think of something and you have the opportunity and you follow through on it. And other times you may feel just as warmly towards somebody, but you just don't follow through with with an actual loving action. I think that's actually and I don't the know gift why the, that is. I think that's actually the gift of us responding to uh, where where our heart is actually open to you, receiving like the Holy Spirit speaking to us, and mm-hmm. we just react to it. And I think that that the more we can look back on our lives and say, "Am I in line with doing good goodness and, and good things?" And I think that's actually where you start to understand that God is actually working in your life and in others as well. So let me um, we'll wrap it up for today, uh, just because of time. But um, as let me repeat the question one more time. Are Paul and Jesus talking about the same kind of love? Uh, can we love like that? And what role has the Holy Spirit played in your faith development? Think about that. Talk with your friends about that. Look after each other. Live love. And we'll connect tomorrow. Thanks for your support for the Daily Walk podcast. Wherever you are in the world, we just want to let you know that we're praying for you. And we're glad that you're praying for us too. If you can help us out by giving online, then please go to boulder.church forward slash give and help this ministry actually make an effect on others as well. Keep us in your prayers, look after each other, and live love.